Welcome back to the podcast today, guys. I am so excited to bring you a dear friend of mine, fellow coach and gosh, Instagram, TikTok mogul, (laughs) Haley Peters, who comes from the teeniest, tiniest town, who went viral on TikTok for eating, of all things, carrots and mustard. Join me today, guys, as we dig deep into her story, how she leveraged the power of social media to build a thriving business. You're going to walk away from this episode with all kinds of tips and tricks up your sleeve to build your following. And let's go ahead and dig in. So, hey, I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today. Yes, I'm excited too. Well, tell me this. Okay, so here's the really, really cool thing. So you and I don't go back far at all, right? Like we've we've kind of swapped some team calls recently. We are vacationing in Italy together next month. But he, the really cool thing is that I don't know your story, like real story, you know? And so... I think this is going to be enlightening to not only the audience, but it's going to be really fascinating for me because it's not like I'm just wanting you to share the story I already know. I I want to hear the whole backstory. So I kind of know a little bit of your rise to fame. And I think what I am super anxious to hear too, and I know a lot of people want to hear is like, what happened with going viral? How did you handle that? I will preface that by saying I am the biggest advocate and believer that anyone can go viral, but people that are super smart and strategic with how they handle it are the only ones that succeed, right? Just want to put throw that out there because I know, I think a lot of people are like, oh, she went viral, not speaking to you, but like to anybody. And I'm like, um, it's not that easy. People go viral every day. Yeah. You got to be smart to be able yeah. to leverage the that. But let's go back. Yeah. Tell me like where you're living. Are you married? Are you a mom? Obviously, I know some of that. But with the audience, kind of give us your backstory a little bit. Yeah. So first of all, it's so funny because um, you shared a post today that I shared on my story. And <gasps> no way. it just hit me so, so close to home. And it said, don't call me lucky. I worked hard, healed deep prayed late at night and became a whole new version of myself to live Mm -hmm. life by my own beautiful design. And if I could make a quote for my own life, it would be those exact words because there are so many in that little message that hit home to me in my story that I'm just like, wow, yes to that. Yes to that. And yes Mm -hmm. to that. So before I like really get into that, um, I am Okay, 27 years old, married to my husband, Tyson. We've been married for four years. Um, We have a little, he'll be six months next week, which is just crazy. Um, Yes, little creed. Um, And we live, so funny story. Tyson and I have known each other our whole lives. And everyone's like, oh my God, were you guys, you know, do you guys date forever? And I'm like, no, actually we didn't. I just crushed on him all through high school. All, you know, really? Was, oh God. Yeah. He was, I oh, was, I in, love that. I was in eighth grade when he was a senior and he was Ooh, like, older man. Was, yeah. Yeah. So he was like, you know, the hot guy. And I was like the middle Absolutely. schooler going through like puberty. <laughs> just right. like, oh my God. I remember I was, exactly who those boys were. 
Right. And so, yeah, I was like, God, the girl who gets to marry him is just so lucky. And like, oh my gosh, it was so absurd. Even you could ask like the girls I went to school with. And then it do just, you, re- do you remember that when he leaves his socks on the ground or the toothpaste cap know, off or right? all the things that drive like, you crazy? Yeah, I know. <laughs> so anyway, you know, things just, it's crazy how they just fall, fall into place because wow. I, you know, had a breakup, went to college, got my cosmetology license, came back home because I had to live with my parents um, Mm. for my first job, just because building a clientele as a cosmetologist is just, it's hard. It's real hard. Yeah. And um, so, you know, they had room for me and I was like, yeah, I'm going to move in, have my first job, build my clientele until I get a steady, you know, income. And then, and that just brought me back home to, a single Tyson and we just kind of started talking and <laughs> next thing oh my gosh there. so and so, what town where are you guys again so we are like right in the middle of South Dakota if you've ever heard of like Mitchell we're just like 30 okay. miles from there gotcha. our town is 300 people so oh I, my gosh yeah we were in I the did same not... building yeah in the same building the same school our whole lives because you wow. are in the same building from kindergarten until you graduate. So wow. I passed him all day long. Like we were even in the oh same school sometimes. Like, yeah. So um that's crazy. Like so how many in your graduating class? Uh 12. Six boys and six 12. girls. <laughs> oh my so I actually went to a super small um Catholic school, but it ended in eighth grade. And my graduating eighth grade class had 12. But then the high school I ended up going to was gigantic. So this is your 12th grade graduating class had 12. Yep. yep. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, which actually stems into like kind of me like my story, you know, just because yeah. like when I say that I grew up you know, it's just different, you know, it's different to live in, I want to say the middle of nowhere. Like we don't have a light. We don't have, I mean, the closest Starbucks to me for the longest time was 90 miles away. Um, the closest mall to me is 90 miles away. We just got Chick-fil-A like it's, you know, it's just crazy. That's crazy right there. No, it's funny funny when you said, do you, if you've heard of Mitchell, I'm like, um, no, I have not heard of Mitchell. Yeah. Yeah. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, but it's like you know one of the bigger towns in in town. Yeah, could say. Wow. And um, so as a little girl, like I always was thinking, oh my gosh, like those people who fly in airplanes and see the ocean are so lucky. Like I'll never be able to experience that. Like you know, oh that would just be amazing if I could do that one day. And I just never thought I'd see an ocean or I'd fly wow. in an airplane. I thought it was either for people who had a lot of money or for yeah. people who, you know, just lived there. And so wow. then when we That's incredible. saw the success club trip, the first time I ever flew in an airplane was to go to my retreat. And no you know, it was, way. It was, it was life-changing for me. And so, you know, the the traveling opportunity in Beachbody hits really close to home for me. And yeah. these earned trip. Yeah are just cherished more than ever because as a little girl, that was always a dream was to, you know, see other places besides my horse in my backyard. And so oh it's, my gosh. it's really cool. And I, it's a new love I have, you know, yeah. and now 
my vision board is a vacation home in Florida for our family because I've fallen wow. in love with the ocean. So yeah. yeah. Um, and you're headed to Italy next month to put the cherry yes, on top. Yes, yes. And it's just so exciting <laughs> to me that like, and I'm like this so is, I mean, this is just what's possible. Like I didn't even know that part of your story and like, it just is everything that I want this podcast to stand for. Like anything is possible, like yeah. with enough hustle, with enough faith, yeah. with enough belief, with enough drive. Like it's, it's not, you didn't fall under a lucky star. Like, and, and so you know, it's back to this, this quote yeah. that you shared. Yeah. It says like, I worked hard and I healed deep and I became a whole new version of myself with designing my own life. So I share this part of like my family, um, and they they're they're okay with this just because like they have yeah. built out of this but i do remember when we were really little like going to the grocery store like we lived in this trailer house you know like the floor was falling through we'd have, we'd have like skunks under the like every now and then we'd like have skunks under the you know it was just, and then we'd go to like the grocery store and i could remember before we'd go in mom would be like kids like do not ask for anything that mom does not grab because we only can afford you know the milk and yeah. the bread and you know just like she was like i don't want you to be asking for stuff and me have to tell you no in front of people and wow. I can just remember like you know finances were just tight and they caused yeah. stress I mean they did and, and sure. I just remember being like and I can when I have control of my income I'm gonna work so hard and not that my parents didn't work hard it was just yeah. you know it it was just the time of life and um, were we happy? Yes, we were so happy as a family. It's just, I love that finances were tight, you know, and everyone yeah. there, there's people out there who go through that and who are that way. But I just remember being like, I don't want to, you know, have to deal with this forever if I don't have to. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, I've just always, always worked so, so hard to, I don't want to say just to kind of have that that ease, you know what I mean? Like yeah, to, live to have some freedom and ease. Yeah. And, I totally and I, get that. Yeah. My family, my family now, you know, my parents have definitely built and, you know, but it's just, it's, it's crazy looking back and just being like, wow, mm -hmm. I'm so proud of where I've come and how mm -hmm. hard I've worked and you know, yes. to just, yeah. Envision the way that you want to live and work towards yeah. that. Um, well, and I admire so. you so much for being able to do that. Cause I think so many people are just, they kind of repeat where they came from and, and they just become, you know, they just, we just tend to repeat the pattern and to be able to see something. And also not that you were even judging it just to see it and go like, huh, this, I want something different and, I, and I'm going to go create it and I'm going to go work hard for it. And I'm just going to, I'm going to use what I see and what I'm experiencing as a child to kind of be the catalyst for a future vision. Like that's huge. That's amazing. Absolutely. And I, I wouldn't trade anything about my childhood. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. You know, I'm actually glad that I grew yeah. up yeah. that way and saw that just for me to, mm -hmm. you know, build that drive in me and work mm -hmm. hard and, you know, value the, the uh, value a dollar, you know, and just yeah. know that like, yeah, I don't know. It's, 
it's kind of cool. I totally get that. I, I, you know, mine wasn't that extreme, but I certainly grew up. I'm the youngest of six kids. There was not a lot to go around. And I always joke, but it's not a joke. I'm like, my mom has the same beach towels in her closet that we had, you know, 30 years ago. No joke. You know, like I know the patterns, I know the holes and, and it, I, I cherish growing up that way. I really do. And it, you know, so yeah, it's such a gift, such a gift. Amazing. Well, take take me back then. So you guys get together. What what happens yeah. with, like at that point? Yeah. How, so, so you're then, 27 now. Uh, so you get married at what age? Um, I was 22. 2018. Okay. So five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> got it. <laughs> Brain fried. Um, but yeah. yeah, I was going to cosmetology school, new new cosmetologist, and you know, I thought I was in my dream job. I mm-hmm. always, you know, loved beauty school, graduated with a 99. Like I, it was, I love it. Wow. It was a passion of mine. And yeah. I felt, I felt like I was where I needed to be. You know, I was like, mm-hmm. yes, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And I have always been an athlete um, all through high school. Mm-hmm. We did, <laughs> that's another thing. In a town of 300, you do all sports because there's nothing else right. to do. So I did volleyball, yes. I was a track staff, <laughs> I was in basketball. Like you do everything because yeah. you're busy around. And yeah. uh, so I was always an athlete, always into, you know, active lifestyle. And, but I was 60 pounds heavier when I graduated high school than I am now, just because- wow. Well, my mom loves to stock her pantry and <laughs> I knew nothing about nutrition. Right. Yeah. Didn't. I yeah. didn't know anything about it. And I, you know, yeah, just really like my mom's pantry. I mean, 60 I pounds. Remember, yeah. That's a significant yeah, amount of weight, especially on like, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, and amazing. And like, go ahead. College. Yeah, I remember leaving for college and I was like, okay, I can control what is in my house. I am not mm-hmm. going to put what mom puts in there. Like I want to, because I wasn't comfortable as a senior in high school. Like, you know, sure. I was very uncomfortable with my weight and didn't feel good when I would go and dress up to go somewhere. And I would go to, you know, buy jeans and I'd walk out crying. And oh. so I was just like, I've got, you know, I'm going to do something. So when I moved to college, I did like just lose probably 20 pounds by not being around mom's pantry and buying yogurts and fruits instead. And that's I huge because most people are putting, most, most people are putting on 20. <laughs> I mean, that is a, amazing yeah. to go to college and take off 20. Yeah. Yeah. Beauty school is way different than the whole college life. Let me tell you that. I mean, you basically just rent an apartment and then you go to school eight to eight to four every day. But um, anyway, so I was, you know, slowly losing weight nutritionally, but the workout, like I was doing tons of cardio because I was like, oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. if I want to lose 10 pounds by next week, I got to like, you know, kill myself on the treadmill. I had a horrible relationship with burning calories, I guess you could say. Yeah. I hated working out, but I did it because I was desperate to be 10 pounds down by next week, you know? And so I had a yo-yo dieting life for a year, like Mm -hmm. nothing stable, YouTubing one week, um, buying free DVDs the next week, uh, you know, coming up with my own workouts the next week. It was just nothing consistent. It was not Um, so then I moved back home and, 
I started going to the gym then here and it was, I'd go to the gym where there was no one there. It's in the attic of a tin building and like <laughs> I wouldn't touch the machinery because I didn't know how to work that. I just did lunges and sit ups, you know, the same five moves every day, spent an hour right. there, just did it because, you know, I was just a desperate. Yeah. Did Check I the box. It? Yeah. Yep. I absolutely did not. And I just felt plateaued. I felt frustrated. I'm like, am I not eating healthy? Like what is going on? And then I was sitting on my couch one night and I was scrolling Instagram and I saw this transformation come up on my Instagram feed. And it was this woman who had posted a transformation and it on the bottom, it said shift shop. And I was like, holy cow, that's what I'm after. Like her after photo, amazing results. And I was like, that's what I want. So what do you do? You, you go to her profile and I create, yeah. what is she? Who is she? What is she doing? Yeah. Watched her stories. And I saw in her story, she was like working out in her living room. And I'm like, oh, okay. What is this? And I'd never heard of Beachbody, never seen it. Nothing. Wow. Like and I was like, whoa. And I creeped her for like a week. Okay. Kind of saw what she was <laughs> doing, you know, saw this, sh- this smoothie she was having every day, saw like her meal plan. Um, but another thing was, is she talked about how she was an ex cosmetologist and she was oh. a kid of de- depression and anxiety. And at that time, my parents, so in the, um, history of my parents and their marriage, they have alcoholism and separation. Mm-hmm. And so being the oldest of three kids, that took a big toll on me when all of that was happening. And I was at college, I was trying to keep the family together. I was trying Mm -hmm. to go to college. I was, you know, my parents were separating, they were alcoholics. And I just, I literally felt like the world was against me and I was depressed. And so when she talked about that, I was like, wow, like, you know, I'm a hairstylist. I'm like feeling like I'm in depression. And I just had that instant connection. Yeah. I was like, she's absolutely like, like I, you know, I just felt connected. I don't know how to explain yeah. it. And I totally after, get that. Yeah. After a week of following her, she had no idea, you know, this new Haley girl was following her that I had this connection that I was envying her nothing. And cause I was a silent follower. And, um, finally I was like, for a week, I'm not kidding. I would lay in bed every night and I could not stop thinking about, I want to, I want to message her about what she's doing. You know, I want to ask her. So I did, I finally was like, okay, you know, yada, yada, yada. I've been following you. I love your transformation. I'm, you know, can I have more information about what you're talking about? Then she was posting about these trips and this girl tribe. And I was like, <laughs> oh. sounds so familiar. I yes, was I like, get it. Oh, Mo. I was like, oh yes. my God that is amazing. Like, I'm so jealous. And she talked about like this, um, accountability group on Facebook. And I was like, I'm doing this all alone and it sucks. I would love recipe ideas. I would love help like that. And so, yeah, I just messaged her and I was like, Hey, I love this about what I'm seeing. I love this. Like, can you just tell me, you know, what does it cost? And she told me, and I was like, okay, let me think about it. I'll get back to you. Literally the only reason I could not say yes in that moment was because I had $230 in my bank account and the challenge pack was mm-hmm. 160. And I was like, that would basically take everything that I have, you yeah. know, and in the back of yeah. my mind, I was like, I've tried so many things. This probably wouldn't even yeah. work. Like, you know, is there like cheaper options? I'm used to free stuff. 
And right. then it hit me though. I was like, well, Haley, what you've been doing hasn't been working. So maybe it is yes. time to invest in yourself. Maybe it is time that you take something seriously. And if you invest, you'll take it more seriously. And so I thought about it for like days, three, four more days. And finally she messaged me and mm-hmm. she's like, Hey girl, what are you thinking? And I was like, you know what, this, this isn't going to leave my mind if I don't do it. So the only yeah. way to like not deal with this battle of, Oh my gosh, I want to do it. Oh my gosh. I want to do it is to do it. So I was like, yeah, oh, let's do it. Like, let's just do it. And so I, you know, she, I opened up to her about everything and yeah, told her I was short on money. So she signed me up as a like discount coach, you know, so I could say yeah. 25%. And she, you know, told me, she's like, okay, you know, you're going to go all in on this 21 day program, have your Shakeology every single day. You're going to press play every day. And you're going to post in the group every day for 21 days, take your day one photo and work for that after photo. And I'm not kidding you. <laughs> she could have told me like, to eat a jar of sauerkraut every day and go like, <laughs> and, you're like a thousand yards, and I would have been like, okay, like if that's, what's going to give me what you got, like, yes, yeah. you know, you know what you're talking about. You're getting <laughs> results. That. So you tell me what to do. And I did exactly what she did. And when I say I changed my life in 21 days, I loved the eating plan. I was feeling amazing. Mm. I had lost nine pounds. I was like thriving. I felt good. I was happier. I was seeing results in three weeks that I was working for for years. Decades. Yeah, I totally relate. The community. And I literally, when I say more, I couldn't hold back. Like I was like, yeah. I want the whole world to know about this. Like, yeah, this that's exactly life. how I felt. Yeah. Like yeah. this is saving my life. Like I want everyone to have this. And yeah. so she told me, she's like, okay, like go find two people to do your next program with you. And I was like, <laughs> and oh, you're okay. like, how about 2000? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> no. oh, like easily, like I would love yeah. to talk to family and friends about this. And so I just kind of started to share like on my Instagram, mind you, before that, you know, I was at 300 followers and I never posted on my stories, never posted a picture, but I was like, you know what, yeah. like, I'm going to do it. Like, am I afraid of what this town of 300 people is going to think? Absolutely. Like, what is Haley Monin doing? You know, that was my maiden name right. doing like what, what she's into beach body. Like she doesn't even have a yeah. beach body, you know? And <laughs> so I was like, yes, I was absolutely scared. I didn't want to share, but yeah. I was just like, this is life-changing and I see the opportunity yeah. and it was, so when I say this is a passion I found, it really yes. is well, health and fitness. <laughs> I laugh every day at the fact that I am like guiding people in health and fitness and right. it's a passion of mine to make meal plans. And, you know, I thrive off of working out because the girl six, seven years ago is not that girl. So it's yeah. just how you can truly change and you can find passions yeah. as Oh, and I just, that's why I bleed by the motto chase butterflies, because if I didn't chase yeah. that butterfly feeling in my stomach, <sighs> it wouldn't be, be yeah. If you're looking for some more in-depth training on mindset practices and how to create your vision, how to reverse engineer your goals, how to craft your morning process, all of the things that I'm super passionate about, you guys, the Rise Up course is where it's at. It is literally my lifetime, my mind in a course. Every single tip, strategy, and hack that you could possibly ask me about is in this course. So jump into the show notes right below and you'll see the link for the Rise Up course. 
and my Rise Up Planner, and you guys can rise up with us. You know, and I would. You're speaking my language. Yeah. I I mean, I feel like we have we have such a similar story of how we came into coaching, but I think there's so many common like core just kind of inside of ourself stuff, right? Like it, I totally, I always say, listen to the whisper. You say, chase the butterfly, same exact thing, right? Like listen to that little voice inside of you. That's like guiding you, even though you're scared, even though you're nervous. I mean, I was, I, I feel like God looked down one day and was like, okay, I'm going to give you every single thing you've ever asked for and more than you could ever imagine. And I was like, I'm ready for it. I've been begging for it. And then he like gives me this beach body box and I'm like, excuse me. No, you know, like no chance. It's so cliche to think that one purchase of $160 changed our entire life. That blows my mind every time that I tell my story. Like I agree that that challenge pack changed my life. I know that sounds cliche, but it did like falling in love with yourself and taking care of yourself. When you find that way of doing it, you can truly change your whole life. Yeah. And then go on to change literally thousands and thousands of other people's lives. I remember Tony Robbins used to say, he's like, you know, when people are like, oh, I've tried everything. Mm -hmm. He's like, really? Because you've probably tried like five, you know, and maybe you and I tried like 10 or 20, but still that's not like, we didn't try everything. Like you got to keep trying and you've got to, I mean, you can't put your walls up because never in a million years would I have thought a, that Beachbody would have been my solution to literally decades of struggle. I certainly would have like never thought that I'd be doing this for a living. And I'm sure you can say the same. And I think the other thing that I hear is that really cool part of like, you know, sometimes when we are, I'm sure you hear the same thing I do. Like when we mentor other women to become coaches and they're like, oh, I don't want to be like this. I don't want to sell things. And I'm like, neither did I and neither will I ever. But when you have that passion of like, you have to do this, like it completely transformed my life. And your, your heart literally like breaks for other people's pain because you want to give them this gift so desperately. There's nothing salesy about that. You know, it's just literally serving. Yeah. I always tell people like, (laughs) no offense, whether you join me or not, like I'm still going to be here doing it. So like, you know, I'm going to be doing this anyway. So that's why I shared on social media is because Mm -hmm. if I could just inspire someone one day by sharing one person or by sharing meals, then that's just a bonus for me, you know, but no matter what, even if no one ever signed up with me, I would be doing these programs because they are my solution and my happiness. And I don't, I don't sell. I sell my story. Like every yeah. day I'm just on here sharing my story, sharing what yeah. I'm doing, living my life. And if someone is inspired by that, that's amazing, you know, but yeah. I'm not out there to like <laughs> sell people on, you know, this, I just hope that by sharing yeah. my story, I can show you, you that like this can, yeah, this can change your yeah. life too. Well, I'd say that you are inspiring <laughs> literally hundreds of thousands. <laughs> so let's let's jump ahead to the really fun story. And I, it's funny, I was like down in my bathroom just getting ready right before I came up to do the podcast. And I was like, I think I need to title this podcast 
God can use mustard too. Like, so it was what and what with the mustard? What, what was it? Car- carrots and mustard, right? So that's what the title of this podcast needs to be. God can use carrots and mustard too, because that's what I feel like. It, it, I mean, I believe that. I believe that that wasn't random. I believe that that was a gift from God to be like, I am going to push you out there because you you need to go help and serve all these other people. And we're going to use carrots and mustard. So yeah. tell us what happened with the carrots and mustard. <laughs> okay. So, you know, this is the beginning of quarantine or like I think TikTok came out when was it like the spring of 2019 or no spring of 2020, I believe somewhere in there. Yeah. Something around there. Yeah. TikTok started and then like quarantine hit slowly after that. Yes. And anyway, I remember, you know, this new app is out TikTok. And so Mm -hmm. I downloaded that, downloaded it. And it was the talk kind of in like our coaching pages of how, oh, you know, this is a new app and you want to, you know, stay on trend. So really start to use the app. It's a great way to go meet new people. And I download the app and all I see is people dancing to (laughs) music. And I am like, yeah, uh, no not doing that. (laughs) And so I didn't even use the app. I downloaded it. I had an account, but I was like, no, not happening. Yeah. And I I think I did the same back then. Yeah. I would like try to do the (laughs) thing where you would like voice lip to the, or like lip to the voice or whatever. And I was terrible and I was taking too much time doing it. I was like, no, I'm not doing this. Not happening. (sighs) You know, the next week, someone in the team page was like, oh my gosh, my TikTok just got a thousand views. Like now my Instagram has more followers and I have more connections and friendships. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, cool. Like, but I can't do that. Like, I'm not dancing. It's not happening. It doesn't bring me joy, you know? And right. But then, you know, everyone would be like, oh, this is so, this is working great for me on TikTok. And I was just like, hey, not happening. So I was very (laughs) late to starting the TikTok trend of, you know, from everyone else, because I just didn't like it. I didn't like what it was. Well, I just got started like three weeks ago. So I'm very late to the TikTok trend. I I feel the same way though. I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't can't do that whole thing. Like it's just never going to happen in my life. But now it really is becoming like the new Facebook and Instagram. It's kind of crazy. It's really crazy what's happened with TikTok, but continue. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, no one said that you have to dance on it, right? Like just because everyone else is doing it, that's not what brings you joy. You've always been a preacher of, you know, create what you enjoy creating. Don't try to be another person. And what do you enjoy doing? And I was like, I love doing what I do on Instagram. And that's just getting on my stories and talking to my followers as if they're sitting in my car with me. So that's what I did one day. Well, I had made a few videos like on TikTok's attempts, you know, and they were getting like 73 views and I had like (laughs) maybe 300 followers, you know, and I had made some dabbling here and there of the attempts, you know, but I wasn't loving it. It was not like, oh, this is fun. And I clearly didn't have the hang of what my vibe was or what my, my reason for TikTok should have been. And so... I 
was working at the salon and I was on my lunch break and I always went to my car on my lunch break to get fresh air. And I actually would go to my lunch break or go to my car and do my business activity tracker while I ate my lunch. Yeah. And I was like, okay, you know, just going to hop on, say hi to my social media, like I usually do. And this was nothing new to me. Okay. Like this was just another day to me. I just went out to my car. I put my phone up. I was opening my lunch, having my lunch. And I was just talking and I was like, Hey guys, like, hope you guys are having a good day. I'm just having some lunch. I'm having um, a cold baked sweet potato, my chocolate superfoods and some carrots and mustard. Um, it's a really busy day today, but the sun's shining, you know, it's just like the most yeah normal video for me. And I was just like, you I know, love it. and that, that lunch also was very normal for me. Like I have been having <laughs> yeah. that lunch for like four months in a row. Like I'm a creature of habit. <laughs> if you follow me on Instagram, you know yes. that. And you know, so like what I was eating was not bizarre to me. Like that was just my meal plan. And apparently TikTok thought differently because the next day I opened TikTok and I have like 43,000 followers when yesterday oh I had 300 and that video had like 2.3 million views on it. And I'm like, oh my and gosh, the world just happened. 43,000, yeah, 43,000. I, I went from oh like, gosh. I went from zero to but, like way over the, and I'm like, Oh my Lanta. And then what happened? Did you have, did you have your Instagram linked? Cause that's like a business no, technical question, no. right? So there's no, there's no link no, to your Instagram. No. Ah! no. And so <laughs> then what happened was not only were people commenting on how disgusting I was on the video, like, what are you eating? A cold baked sweet potato? You're eating carrots and mustard. And like, I had everything. I had a like, plethora of everything from people bashing yeah. to people being like, yeah. oh my gosh, TikTok's brutal. Healthy. Like, oh my gosh, I love your hair. Oh my gosh. Like yada, yada, yada. And then people started trying carrots and mustard. Like apparently this wasn't like a very known thing. And so then, no, it's not Haley. It's yeah, not. That's, yeah. That's when it went viral was like, everyone on TikTok was trying carrots and mustard and hashtagging. No, I didn't know about that part. Yeah. Oh my so, gosh. So then, I mean, and I do want to say that like, you know, so many people are like, oh my gosh, I want to go viral. Oh my gosh. How did you go viral? Oh, you're so lucky. But there was a very ugly stage to going viral. Um, yeah. I was actually on like this big news platform that I got sent to me about having a big eating disorder because I was eating carrots and mustard versus carrots and ranch oh, zero calories. Like it was ridiculous. Yeah. And like, yeah. you know, no one talks about the fact that I was eating 350 calories along with my carrots and mustard with a large right. bacon, you know, and my, you know, protein shake or anything like that. And it was the fifth time I had eaten that day. But, you know, it's just, it's, I do want to talk about that part that it's yeah. not all rainbows and butterflies, but yep. it, it has yep. been a blessing. I've met so many people. I mean, oh my gosh, some of my great coaches have come from TikTok. Some of my rock star challengers, some of my like Insta- Graham besties that I have conversations with in my in inbox all day long are from TikTok. So, you know, it is, it is good. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, honestly, that's how I went viral. And the reason the most important part of that story too, is the fact that I didn't go viral off of one video. Mm -hmm. I was consistent in my posting and three, I wasn't 
trying to be like everyone else. I just did what mm-hmm. was comfortable for me and what I like doing. And that's still what my TikTok is. My TikTok is still just, hey, it's me, me getting on and chatting. Hey, it's what I'm yeah. eating today. You know? And whether people like that or not, I really don't care because that's yeah. just, that's what I, I feel. I love that message. Yeah. I just think um, that message is so powerful, even for me to hear. Cause I think so, I mean, we're in the world of social media and it's so easy to get, kind of manipulated by, you know, all of it, even when you think you're not. I mean, I was just chatting with one of my um, coaches today in a mentorship session. And, you know, it seems like engagements down on Instagram. And she was like, I don't know if I should change everything. And, And I was like, funny, I was thinking the same thing, but I wasn't even conscious that it was because of like engagement being down. And I'm like, no, we don't need to change anything. Like you are so your brand. I am so my brand. We just need to keep doing what we're doing. But isn't it crazy how the numbers can start to dictate your actions? And I think that's what influencers or wannabe influencers get caught up with. And they're trying to do things that are so not aligned with who they are. And then they wonder why they're not getting traction, you know? And another thing is too, is so many people are so quick to change if they're, if they don't see quick success. So yes. like, you know, they'll start doing what's comfortable for them and what they enjoy doing. But if that third video, you know, on day three, if they haven't gone viral or if they haven't had a successful video, then they think that they, okay, okay. That's not it. Okay. I, I need to change. And it's like, yes, no, just stick with that one thing for a long period of time. You never yeah. know what day that that could go vi- viral. Like I think that TikTok that went viral for me was like video 73 or something like that. So wow. I would have gave up at number 42, you know, because yeah. I had only been getting 300 views. I never would have got to number 73 that just went right. viral. So never know just keep showing up just keep showing up every day and that day that you decide to show up could be the day that you know you meet more people yeah. and you go viral well and i just talking just specifically to that thought i think a lot of things that people don't understand too is like think about a brand new follower your your video your random video goes viral it went viral for a reason. They're interested in it, for, in it for a reason. So what you want, and this is where the consistency over time, like you're saying, comes in. When they go to your page, they're hoping to see way more of that type of content, that piece of content over and over and over and over again. That's what they're coming to your page to. So if they come to your page and you, they're like, well, last week she was doing this, but the week before she was talking about leggings and the week yeah. before she was talking about travel and the week before she was like, then they're like, I'm not going to follow her because people want to go follow people on social media because it's like the one thing, right? It's like, I follow Haley because I follow Moira because, and so you gotta, you gotta stay the course for sure. For sure. So let me ask you this biz. Now we're getting into like some social media strategy, but how did you take, how did you continue to build that following on TikTok, and how did you carry that over to Instagram? So like when you first went viral, what was your Instagram following then? And what is it now? So I had worked three years on Instagram to finally hit 10,000. So mm-hmm. I started at 300 when I was coaching and, you know, I just did the the hard work, you know, behind the scenes, yep. engaging all that stuff for three years. And I had just hit 10,000 on Instagram. And then that's kind of around that time was when I um, kind of went viral on TikTok and 
I then just kind of like, I put my Instagram bio or I put my Instagram um, handle in my TikTok bio. And I just told them, I was like, you know, in my videos, I would just be like, if you like my recipes or if you like, you know what I'm eating, or, you know, if you want anything, like I'm definitely more active over on my Instagram. So come check me out. Yeah, And that's what I did. You know, I didn't, I wasn't begging for people to come follow me. I was just like, if this does bring you joy, if you do find these videos beneficial, I will say like I show more of my life and more of my, you know, journey and stuff on Instagram. So come check me out. So I, I did, I do kind of use like TikTok to, to bring people who want more of what I, what I like to my Instagram. Yeah. Um, I love that. So where are you follower wise on both platforms right now? Um, I think I'm like 1.1 million on TikTok and like so awesome. 270 on Instagram, I think. (laughs) That's so crazy. So I really, I want to tell this story really quick. I've got to, I told you the story about a week ago, but I have to remember where I was. I was somewhere getting a massage with coach friends of mine, like my crew, right? My like elite crew. I can't remember what city or what event. I don't, I don't think it was a giant beach body event, but I think she knew that we were like higher level beach body coaches, right? And this is when I was number one in the company. And she was asking me about beach body and I was kind of sitting there like, I just want a quiet massage. Like I don't want to talk to anybody, you know? And yeah. so I was like kind of feeling bad that I, but I also wasn't going to be like, oh, I'm the top coach in the company. So I just didn't, I didn't say anything. I was like, yeah, I'm a beach body coach too. You know, that kind of thing. And she was like, I follow this girl on Instagram and I'm obsessed with her. And I was laughing because I'm like, I got, I'm sure I know who it is. Right. And I'm like, who is it? And she's like, her name's Haley. And I just heard about you. (laughs) But I'm dying laughing because also like in awe of the power of social media, like a random massage therapist in a random town who is massaging the top coach in the company, talking about you and how she's like, I just adore her. She's so down to earth and I love to see what she's doing every day. And it just, it was such an awesome kind of full circle moment for me with like coaching and, and the power of what we do and um, the influence and the reach that we have, because chances are, you don't even know that random person's following you and she's probably never talked to you, you know? It really, it really, I, when I was pregnant, literally my followers would make me cry daily because the oh, amount of things like people would just send gifts to Creed, like the child mm-hmm. in my stomach who we didn't even know yet. Like, yeah, people would send it a gift, like a book or, you know, Amazing. oh my gosh, like, I just love following you. I'm so happy for your journey. And this was a person from like New York that I've never met before who was just gifting this child of mine and giving love to my child who wasn't even on this earth yet. Amazing. Like, it was just insane, you know? And I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, this is just, I'm so beyond blessed, you know? And I just constantly think about that. Like when I, people are always like, why don't you just take a break from work? Like you're always on, you know, why don't you just take a break? Or, and I remember actually like three days after we got home from the hospital, I was holding Creed and I was like, you know, doing some coach work and like doing stuff on Instagram. And I got a message from someone and they're like, wow, it's pretty sad that you can't even take maternity leave. And I was like, no, you don't understand. Like, this brings me so much joy. Right. This is not working for me. This is just the things I do that bring me joy. And 
you know, this is is the life raft. Like people don't understand it. Like this is the life raft. I've been like bedside in the hospital with people passing away. And I'm like, thank God I have this life raft that I can like grab onto, you know? And yeah, people just don't understand that. I have so many like women who I've never met in person, but they're like so close to me on Instagram in my inbox who will send me a message that just, you know, it's like, they help me get through stuff, you know, or they mm-hmm. just, it's, it's hard to explain because people who don't, who've never experienced yeah. a person changing life via social media, they don't right. believe that it can happen or they don't feel that connection. But when I say they like, don't feel like it's real, like, you know, that's, yeah, it's like, yeah, they think it's, it's not real. And I'm like, like, there's no difference that, you know, we always go downtown and feed the homeless and stuff like that with my family. And like, people think like, oh, that's so amazing of you. That's so kind. That's so thoughtful. That's so giving and caring. And I'm like, there, that's no different than reaching out to somebody on social media and offering advice or words of encouragement or anything like that. Like it's, it's just an act of love and kindness and, and social can be so full of that if you're doing it the right way, you know? Yeah. So um, we went to leadership and I took Tyson and um, we, what, like we were saying our goodbyes and like, I was sobbing. I was actually like crying, just saying goodbye to my coach and saying goodbye to everyone because you know, it just, it's hard to say goodbye after you have such a good weekend Mm -hmm. together. And, you know, we do all this via social media. And then when you finally get to hang out in person and you just have deep conversations with each other and, you know, you become family over the weekend. And then we say goodbye because we don't know when the next time we're going to see each other is, or we know it's, you know, six months away. I was really emotional and I was just like crying. And I was like, this just sucks. Like, I don't want to say goodbye. And so then we came back from our trip and um we were somewhere and Tyson was kind of sitting over away from me and I heard someone ask him like how was your trip you know what did you think of the whole beach body trip and he I heard him say he goes I never realized the closeness of that community to Haley and what it means to Mm her you know from leaving that trip he goes when I saw her so emotional leaving those girls and the connection they have beach body is truly an amazing thing and just hearing him yeah. say that you yes. know and just like having those words come from him it was like yeah like i'm i'm just glad like i'm glad like an outsider can see that too because he was yeah. even like wow you know just being around you guys and yeah. the you know friendship and the closeness that you guys have it truly is incredible so you know people yeah. say oh, you know, social media is just, it's toxic. It's terrible. I'm like, well, then you're just using it for the wrong thing because right, <laughs> it right. is, you know, it yeah. can be at first, sure to... but that's you put your guard uh-huh. up and you, you put your filters on of, you know, what am yeah. I going to allow on social media? What am I going to use it Absolutely. for? Because I could easily turn it into something toxic, but I choose to use yeah. it as something positive and bring the, use the positive and make it positive. That's my goal. Yes. So yes. I love that. I felt like that when I first started coaching and I was never really into social media. And when I started coaching, because it did, it kind of like, I fell victim to the comparison game or I, you know, when you're not happy with yourself, you're judging others, but it never seemed to like, you know, people were talking politics or people were talking this. When I stepped into coaching and all of a sudden I started like friending different coaches through our community, I can remember like sitting down and like, 
just scrolling my feed and like getting teary eyed or being totally inspired or like totally moved emotionally. And I can remember the day that I was like, whoa, like social media just did a 180 for me. And it has everything to do with who I'm choosing to put in my feed. Yeah. Everything, you know, and, and yeah, we control that. We absolutely control that. All right, girl, I'm going to let you go, but let's wrap up. I, um, I have these questions I want to ask just like speed round Four, (laughs) four speed round questions. Okay. The first one's probably not so speed round, but, um, it's a, it's a, it's a bigger question. The rest are very easy, but number one, if you had to just sum it up in a sentence or two, what do you attribute your success to? Consistency. Mm Um, I mean, truly just being consistent, showing up with consistency. I mean, in all parts of my, you know, in my fitness journey, in my health journey, in my coaching journey, in anything. I mean, if you do something over and over and over, it's bound to make an effect. So consistency. And I would say just, you know, your mental thoughts, my mental thoughts. I'm constantly, someone told me one time, they're like, it's almost irritating how you always are so positive. And I'm just like, But once you do like, and I truly think that comes from like my faith journey too. In 2019, I transformed my faith a lot. And I just, you know, I try to think positive and I try to see the plus side of everything, the best that I can. And when you just have an open, positive mind about something and you believe you can, you, you see the positive and I get, you know, there's harder times to do that, but it's just, you know, it's just more, you're going to go further if yeah, you just have sure. a positive open mindset. So. I love that. I feel like that's why you and I just like click so well. It's like, that is just everything. Um, Okay. They're going to get easier. I promise. (laughs) Most, (laughs) most impactful or favorite book. Well, right now I'm currently on The Greatest You by Trent Shelton. And I feel like I have the whole book. So I'm loving that one. Yes. I've tried, that is one I've of tried the greatest. It's like Nicholas Sparks books and stuff like that. And I'm not going to lie, like the motivational ones are ones that I just get really deep into. They're my kind yeah. of books. So, um, uh, Own Your Every Day by Jordan Lee Dooley. I really like that one too. Oh, I don't yeah. know that one. Yeah, I read that one in my coaching journey and I, I like that one. Um, I love that. Own Your Every Day. Yeah. And the first one you guys was by Trent Shelton, just in case anybody missed it. Trent is a dear friend and oh, such an amazing human. Uh-huh. And I, I mean, of course we totally met through social media. I, I always think back at how cute it was because, you know, our kids are just kids and we were in Barnes and Noble one time and Coco looked up and she goes, my now 12 year old. And she goes, mommy, your friend Trent wrote a book. And like, she was so like, she thought like he was like, you know, no different than like the guy next door. But I'm like, he's Trent Shelton. Yes, he wrote a book. And it is. It's it's one of my favorite. Oh my gosh. So funny. Okay. What is something that few people know about you? Um, oh. (laughs) Um... Oh my gosh, since I'm so open on social media, I know like, I was just like everyone knows thing. everything. Yeah. Um 
well, this is just like, you're talking like very random, right? Like yeah, these are just sure. fun. Whatever. Things. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I grew up doing 4-H and yeah. so I like literally had a pet cow, but this thing was like a bull, oh right? Gosh. And I would like lead it around. And like when it napped on the ground, I would go lay by it and like- Oh yeah. my so, gosh. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, had, I grew up leading around this big, big cow. And then I would go like show it in a ring and we would get ribbons. Oh my gosh, I love it. <laughs> that's what so, you do in South Dakota, right? <laughs> that's what I grew up doing. Um, I love that. Also, you will learn that like I am- there's so there's like these things called germaphobes, right? Like people yep. who just are very clean and like germs just like they don't like germs, right? I am the opposite. Like I just am a believer if you just like dust a little dirt on it, it's just gonna be okay. Yep. You know, like oh my god, I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> I am Some so the same way. Disgusting. I get that, yeah. but truly, like I'm just not. I'm not classy. <sighs> I, I, I'm that just, is hysterical. You know, I just, no, I I'm the same way. My mom used farm girl. I grew up yeah. with dirt in my fingernails. I yes. grew up with cow poop on my boots. Like it just, it is what it is. And it's where you're, yeah. where you grew up. And that's yeah. what makes the world go around is that we're all different. I never like, thought about that. Yeah. I never thought about it being where you grew up because we grew up like next to the woods and on a lake. But I just always thought it was because we had six kids. My mom was always like, it's good for your immune system. Like, you know, she like wanted you to be exposed. And I'm like, that makes so much sense. (laughs) That's hilarious. What? Yeah, Megan. Yeah. Yeah. She's always like, honey, you're going to have to take like etiquette classes by the time you go to Italy, because these girls are not going to be like you. And I'm like, okay. She's like, it's going to be a different world out there. You know that, right? I'm like, yeah, oh, girl, you can, you can hang with me all day long and we will. That'll be amazing. Oh my gosh. Last question. Current obsession you can't live without. Ooh. Hmm. Oh my gosh. Why are these so hard? Um, <laughs> gosh, I'm sure there's so many. Um, I'm, I'm obsessed with hot baths or like the hot tub. Like oh, I could yeah. literally take a hot bath every single day. Yeah. Um, yeah. So as far as like that kind of stuff, but as in like product and materials like oh I have my basics you know I just have things that I I literally cannot live without (laughs) my Raycon (laughs) earbuds like I'm addicted to them I couldn't go without them like when I have them I'm like oh my gosh like ah yeah earbuds um well that fits the mold right there that's awesome yeah yeah Yeah. and I love I love that you said hot baths I love that yeah, so I, I just love, that's like where I'm happy is when I like have yeah. a candle lit and a hot bath and yeah. Heaven, heaven. Yeah. Well, girl, we're going to wrap it up because I don't, I feel like we could sit here and talk all day long, but we won't. Look at the clock. I'm like, holy cow. I know. I don't even know how that time went, but girl, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for sharing your light and your story and just... I mean, you're light. That's all it is. Like you are such a light in this world and you're helping so many people. And just, I'm a, I'm so just like 
impacted by your humility really is what it is. And I know we talked about this on a call not that long ago that people are like, you're so humble. People say that to me all the time. And I think you and I are both like, uh, we all know any other way to be. Like, 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 uh, what, what I don't get what that means really. Like, what do you expect? Yeah, that's, not <laughs> just like, I'm just me. Ex- yeah, I'm just me. But that's what's so amazing about you. And I think so attractive. So just keep doing what you're doing, girl. It's working. Okay. And I cannot wait to spend a week in Italy with oh you. My gosh, Thanks for being on girl. Yeah. That's a wrap guys. Thanks so much for tuning in with Haley and I today. Make sure you're following the uh, podcast on Apple and Spotify. So you don't never miss an episode. I would love more than anything for you to leave a review that helps for other people to also find the show, share it on your social. Um, Guys, I would love to hear from you in my email. So everything is in the show notes, all the ways to contact me. I'd love your feedback. I'd love to hear what you'd like to hear on an upcoming episode. Thanks again for tuning in.